This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next. I'm Chris Bentliff, and today I'm joined by Tom McNiff. And Tom, it's great to have you here today. We're talking about ERPs, Enterprise Resource Planning Platforms for Small and Mid-Sized Businesses. I think there's a lot of confusion about what the ERP is, why it's valuable. Should I have one? Do I need one? How big do I need to be? I think enterprise is a scary word for a lot of small businesses. It makes us feel like I'm getting into something big and crazy and expensive. So let's please break it down for us. Uh, in your kind of, as you describe it or define it, what's an ERP for a small and mid-sized business and what's its value or importance? It's, uh, it comes in a lot of different shapes and forms. Um, you can put something in that's very large and robust, and you can put it in something that's a little easier to use and simple. Um, it, it just varies from company to company. It depends on the type of company. A manufacturing concern would have a more complex environment because you have a lot of processes that need to be tracked. If you have a company that just bills out um, maybe a couple invoices a month, you can get something a little smaller. And packages typically range from at one end, you could have QuickBooks, or at the other end, you can have SAP. So that's interesting. Walk me through some of those criteria. I've never thought of QuickBooks, for instance, as I'm out there listening in podcast land, as an ERP. Isn't it just my sort of financial uh, software, my accounting software, or uh, part of what you're sharing for me helps me think that I need to kind of recalibrate my idea of the ERP. What are some of those criteria that you have for thinking about that? Well, you could do a lot more with QuickBooks now. I mean, they have an online version. You can enter in project information. It, it, it is more than just the books and records. Um, and again, when you get up to the bigger um, systems like PeopleSoft, and I mentioned SAP, obviously it gets much more complex. Um, there's much more involved. It's much more expensive. But again, it's relative to the size of the company. Um, a small mom and pop shop is not going to put SAP in. There's just no reason to spend that kind of money. And it's, it's just too strong, much too strong. So if I start with QuickBooks, I'm a small mom and pop shop. Um, do I grow into a larger platform as my business grows? Do I try to squeeze the most I can out of what I'm using? How do I know kind of what I should be using or what's the right fit for me? Is it an investigation as you pointed out with verticals or what I have going on if I'm a manufacturing company? Or how do I, is there a simple kind of piece of advice that you have that's like, look, start here as you're starting to think about an ERP? Well, I, I think as you grow in revenue, you can start to compare the type of um, systems that are available to you. Obviously, um, headcount also plays a role in it. Um, QuickBooks is great in the beginning, but you can quickly grow out of it. I mean, uh, I, I've worked with companies that are using Google Docs to, to track everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they start talking about wanting to maybe sell down the road. But why would a prospective buyer want to buy a company that is maintaining everything in Google Docs? Um, so you could put, you could get a new system to try to track everything. And it, it does add value to the uh, company. It's an asset. It's a great, really great point is uh, because I think cost can sometimes be, I don't know, tell me what you think about it. That can be a real, a real sort of one of the reasons why we dive into Google Docs is because we think it's free or it's cheap. And as you're pointing out, uh, we have to think differently about it. It's an asset. That data, that information 
is one of our most sort of um, valuable pieces of insight that can help our organization grow. How do I, I don't know, how do I think about ROI when it comes to an ERP? Well, I mean, um, like I said, as you grow, you're going to pick up, start to pick up efficiencies with a new system. There might be processes that you don't even think of until you get this new system. And over time, um, the investment could, could come back very quickly um, in, in a short period of time. Um, some of the bigger systems have very, very strong laid out processes. And if you follow those processes, you may not have ever done that in the past. And you could have all kinds of savings because of that. So the ERP can help me improve my efficiencies, my systems and processes, not just sort of help me track things, but it can actually create some new behaviors or activities or habits for me in the organization. Is that accurate? Yeah, no, that, that's a very true statement. Absolutely, Chris. I think that's interesting because a lot of us don't, um, I think, put enough emphasis on the cost of not when it comes to things like broken processes, inefficient systems, uh, redundancies, you know, overlapping efforts. Somebody in this department is doing the same thing as that person over there in that department, and they don't even know it. And now they're dealing with multiple sets of data and things like this. And an ERP can help me manage that. But is it true that it can only help me manage that to the extent that it's being used or utilized? Uh, how, how large of an obstacle or issue is just sort of, I don't know, compliance with employees and others in the, in the team using an ERP? Is that a point of friction often, or is it not too difficult to overcome? Um, no, it can be difficult to overcome because people are used to doing what they're doing. But once uh, my experience is once you show them the way and everything's documented, people get into line and they start to do the processes the way the system dictates. And a lot of these systems, they're robust enough where you can twist the processes a bit and tweak it to the specific company that you're working for. Talk to me a little bit about the training that's involved then in, uh, in getting my team on board with either a new ERP or using the ERP I have, uh, you know, with a little more intelligence, a little more intention. Is that? My experience has been that um, when you're putting a new system in, people here have heard about it as you're going through an implementation. And whether those people are involved or not, everybody knows it's coming. And my experience has been is not much friction. People want to learn the new system. I mean, just for their own sake, it makes them more marketable down the road, knowing a brand new system. Um, like I mentioned SAP a couple of times because I was involved in an implementation project and training everybody was easy. They were so excited to be jumping into the system and to start to use it. How, um, how sophisticated should I expect to be or should I expect my team to be or my company to be uh, technologically? If, if the whole idea, I, I like old spreadsheets or, you know, I'm, a, I'm averse to learning something new. Uh, do I need to have a pretty robust IT department to get me going? Uh, how, does it, how does it work? How do, I, how do I get in there with confidence? Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, 
ProCFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC Financial Flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com um, Normally, the way where I've seen it different ways. You can, if you're putting a new system into your company, um, sometimes companies use their existing staff to do it. Sometimes companies hire a consulting firm to do it. Um, I think it's best to have a consulting firm do it because they're experts in this area. And most people have their regular jobs and to slap an implementation on top of it, it's a lot of work. Um, I've also seen it where people are taken out of functional areas, dropped into a team of consultants, and then they become a bigger team. Some people representing the company, some people representing the consulting firm, combine together, get the system up and running, and then train the staff. Mm. And does that internal training, is there a difference between the efficacy of sort of having my team teach me or having an outside consultant? I tend to think that the outside consultant is maybe taken a little more, I want to say, seriously. But what do you think? Um, I've seen both. Um, I think that the training from an outside consultant, to your point, um, is probably the way to go because they're experts in this system. Yeah. And they've been, you know, after they're done with your company, they're on to another one. And have come from another one. Do you think that there's, I don't know, a single sort of, this is the thing that people often get wrong. And I've seen it again and again. Like, is there one thing that you see again and again and again that gets in people's way of feeling like they're having success with their ERP? And if they could just fix this one thing, you'd be surprised how much smoother your life would be. I think due diligence in the beginning before your system goes live is critical. You have to have all the processes and everything in place. You don't want to be doing it after the system goes live. It's very critical that everything is studied up front. Once that's done, if you have it set up properly, you're not going to have problems down the road. Interesting. Give me some of that coaching then on what are some of those best practices up front? What are some of the make sure I'm doing? What's some of that due diligence that I should be doing up front so that I'm making the right decisions? Documentation is critical. You have to lay out the processes. And again, you're going to have a consulting team with you. Um, they've seen this before. They know what the best practices are. Um, it is critical, critical that you have everything documented. So is that kind of going through department by department? Here's what happens first and then second and then third. I mean, is it really granular or uh, is it broad strokes? I guess it maybe depends. It depends on the size of the company. And it depends on the amount of different departments. Uh, I mean, I've been, I was involved in a, an implementation uh, one time that uh, the purchasing group had their own um, training. The uh, cost accountants had their own training. Shipping had their own training. Um, so they were. it was all individual based on the functional um, job description. You and I were talking before we, we started today about Salesforce, which is a CRM, a customer relationship manager. How do right. some of those other platforms that I use, you mentioned QuickBooks, which I could be using, but maybe I'm using that for, you know, more Mechanic. granular stuff. How do some of those other platforms, marketing uh, applications, sales applications, things that I'm also using, how do those integrate into my ERP? Or what are my expectations for some of that integration? My experience is that these days, um, most of these systems talk to each other and it's a matter of just getting them bolted on 
And there's a whole host of different systems you can use. This is a good TNE system called Concur that um, that SAP actually has has uh, ownership of. Um, that can bolt on to most um, large ERP systems. And you mentioned earlier how QuickTime, uh, QuickTime, QuickBooks now does so many other things. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, you know, one piece of software can do something, a lot of things maybe okay versus something that just does, you mentioned I can do planning or project management, just an app that does only project management. Should I be looking for kind of specializations that I can bolt together into my ERP or do you like to kind of have those all-in-one solutions as much as possible? I, I like the all-in-one solutions. Um, there's a good CRM out there that has... Um, has that platform or all the different pieces you can purchase and it's all integrated together in one system. And you also get the cost savings because now you don't have to worry about bolting another system on and you're, you're paying for that. Um, so I like to have it all together encompassing in one system. Um, also when you're picking a system, in addition to that, um, you have to think down the road and you got to think about, well, maybe, maybe we'll be doing this in the future. Maybe we need some kind of a forecast, a forecasting system to bolt on or to have as part of our system. So that's another thing you have to consider when you're choosing the correct ERP system. I really like that advice. And I think I think that when, as we go back to kind of that due diligence, maybe one of the things we do is we think about what are the different tools that we already use and are we using them the right way? You know, time tracking, project management, accounting. Uh, you mentioned manufacturing. So we've got distribution or we've got uh, marketing, we've got all kinds of different things. Are we doing any of them really well? Are we doing all of them with mediocrity? Could a new platform help us put all of that together? Could a consultant help us learn how to do all of that with more efficiency? And then when we get back into that conversation about the ROI, holy smokes, did you just add a lot of value to your people's day? I mean, people are getting more done with their day. Chris, I'm in the middle of something right now looking for a CRM system for a company. And um, this company has a lot of different pieces of software spread out. Not, they're barely talking to each other. They're all standalone. And they're all being paid for individually. Now I'm looking at these CRM systems, including Salesforce and a couple others. And they do all this work. And I'm looking at this for the first, seeing these, some of these products for the first time going, wow, why don't we just get this and get rid of everything else? Because <laughs> it all talks to itself. And if you have a problem... You just go to that company, you go to that company that you pick and you can get help. I think that's the way to go. And as we go forward, we're seeing this more and more. I especially think that's great advice for the small and mid-market. You know, I don't have a big, robust IT department. I don't want to have to dedicate a staff person to just figure this out. If we look at, as you mentioned, CRMs like a HubSpot or a Salesforce, very sophisticated platforms where you can just do the one thing, but then you can start to do all these other things. Pretty soon I've got an ERP. Uh, that's doing all kinds of stuff for me and I can grow into it if I need to, or I can just be focused on the one thing. And as you pointed out, I've got one single source for support and for help. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. It, it, I think it's the way to go. Tom McNiff from pro CFO partners, uh, really interesting sort of quick introduction to the idea of ERPs. I think some of our listeners are going to be brand new to it. And they're going to be thinking, Oh, I didn't even know I could do more with the apps that I have or the platforms that I'm using. And I think some of us are going to be, we've got one, but maybe we're underutilizing it and maybe we've given them some fresh things uh, to think about. Really appreciate your expertise and your advice today on, uh, on ERPs and on thinking about ERPs. Looking forward to our next conversation. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. 
Thanks for listening, and a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.